0: I'm Jordan Ferguson,
1: and I'm Caitlin McKinnon,
0: and you are listening to the Geek Down Podcast. What's up, y'all? Welcome back to another fantastic, festive episode of the Geek Down Podcast. This is the show where two friends sit in front of microphones and try to find the sweet spots where their fandoms intersect. My name is Jordan Ferguson.
1: My name is Caitlin McKinnon.
0: This is episode 180.
1: Woo! I realized...
0: Just turn the car around.
1: <laughs> I, re- I realized on the way here that mm-hmm. 180 is awfully close to 200. It,
0: it is. It has occurred to me. I haven't plotted out on the uh, on the calendar where that's going to fall. No. We got, I've had some, some small ideas yeah. to commemorate the 200th episode. If you want to get caught up before 200 hits.
1: You better start now. <laughs>
0: you you got some time ahead of you. But head on over to soundcloud.com slash geekdownpod where you can find all other 179 plus episodes for your listening pleasure. Or, or if you don't want to do that, I guess just go to the audio provider of your choice, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher. Stitcher
1: other ones. Flocka. Flocka. <laughs> Please tell me that's actually one.
0: Uh, he's a rapper. Oh. <laughs> he goes. Yes, yes, he is. He goes hard in the paint. Does he? Does, you know who else goes hard in the paint? Who else? Caitlin McKinnon. <laughs> mm. <laughs> Your man.
1: I should have known.
0: <laughs> Chauncey Frost the Third.
1: Geek down in elf. Three hundred sixty
0: degree basketball Duncan <laughs> off the back of a rainbow made alicorn named Philip. Y'all, I'm on my fifth coffee today, so we are. <laughs>
1: People don't know that, uh, that elves uh, really love the game of basketball.
0: They do.
1: Using peach baskets for baskets.
0: <laughs> they, you know, they keep it, they keep it, keeps it real like that. Yeah. Chauncey actually got his start poking out the, <laughs> <laughs> poking out the basketball out of the peach basket. Okay. I need those baskets back. <laughs> okay. Yeah. We're my wrong. Canadian heritage moment, kids.
1: Okay. So for all of our listeners, who are not from Canada and did not grow up in the 80s slash 90s in Canada, um, there's something called the Canadian Heritage Minute. Canada
0: is very concerned about its culture because it really doesn't exist. No,
1: we are, we are. I mean, whether you want to call it like a melting pot or you want to call it like a quilt, it, <laughs> it, we just have things from lots of different places.
0: And the thing is, like the way you describe it is like if you ask an American you know where you're from yeah they'll say america yeah if you ask a canadian 90 percent of the time they'll say sri lankan or somali or like they don't lead with canada
1: or they'll say canada but my family's from scotland yes yeah like that is very very common
0: so can the canadian government is very concerned with like creating a culture for yeah. this country and one of the ways they would do it were these things called heritage, heritage minutes, minutes where they would dramatize notable instances of from Canadian history, like the invention of the game of basketball.
1: Which I am bet you right now you're like, Canada didn't invent that. They're yeah, we terrible did. at it. Yeah, we did. Yeah, we did. We so did. And in fact, it made an amazing Heritage Minute that uh, Jordan and I both find hilarious. That we
0: both just referenced, including yes. the farmer who commented that he couldn't have a hole cut in his basket.
1: But he needed those baskets back.
0: He them back. If you would like to learn more about Canadian Heritage Minutes.
1: Or about the show in general.
0: Get at us on any of our socials at GeekdownPod, Pod, primarily Twitter. Get above Twitter. But I mean, we're on the others.
1: We're on the gram.
0: We, <laughs> barely, but we're on the gram. I actually yeah. got yelled at that I'm not leveraging the Instagram enough. But Oh my goodness. Oh my, oh my goodness.
1: And I'm just really not hitting up that like 40 plus crowd on uh, Facebook.
0: The senior listeners. Yeah. When they're not m- moving doily packs. At all the arts markets. They want information about the Geek Down podcast.
1: They do. Because they like to listen and go, I have no idea what your show is about.
0: I understand maybe 15% of the words that come out of your mouth.
1: Yeah. Uh, I get this in no small measure from all of the older people I know. (laughs) Um,
0: Primarily who Caitlin knows. Yes. Our Uh, older people.
1: But now that I've officially made it to full librarian with the addition of the spectacles on my face. Y'all,
0: Caitlin's (laughs) one step closer to her final form true with the addition of her very chic frankly spectacles
1: thank you I got the whole uh, uh, optometrist office to help me out uh, we voted there was a vote there was a lot of deliberation but Caitlin yeah
0: before you had glasses
1: before I had glasses
0: you had a chain to put on those glasses.
1: I do have a chain to put on those. Glasses. Where's the chain? Caitlin? Well, I didn't realize because I didn't know that you have to get these little rubber things to put at the end of your glasses. Like I've got the chain and the little hooks. Uh-huh. But you, oh, you know
0: the rubber thing, so the chain doesn't pop off. Exactly. Right.
1: Well, no, no. It's so that that like it actually attaches to the back of the glasses. Mm. Um, but I wouldn't know this because I'm not old and have never worn glasses. <laughs> I'm also learning other things about glasses. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Optical talk, <laughs> you're a <okay, laughs> Katie Mac.
1: Um for instance uh I didn't know I couldn't see. <laughs> like I was <laughs> wow. I went in, I was getting the glasses. He said, you know, you've got uh um an
0: an astigmatism.
1: An astigmatism, astigmatism. Sorry. I was, as I've said, I was 30 and 33 in like two months when I found out it's not a astigmatism. A st, a it's an astigmatism. The whole
0: word. The whole word. The whole disorder condition is astigmatism. astigmatism.
1: Um, now you know maybe, or maybe you're like, Caitlin, that's really weird. You need to read more. Damn, um, son. Thank you. Um, so <laughs> I was, I I have one in my right eye and I've got a slight prescription in the left And I was like, I'm going to put these glasses on. It's really not going to make that much of a difference. Like, I'm not really going to notice. Oh, yeah. I was like, oh, my God. Those words aren't blurry anymore. Um, The shapes are more shapely. Everything's brighter. (laughs) Like, uh, Because it it affects the way eyes work is that uh, it depends on the shape of your eye, how light gets into your eye. It's like a camera. Um, And when you have an astigmatism it doesn't do it properly so i shouldn't have been that surprised but i didn't know much about it because it never had i've never had to think about it um so yeah so and the other weird thing is i am now a a person who wears glasses you are
0: a glasses person
1: yeah when people meet me now i will have glasses on
0: they won't even know about this entire life you led glasses free
1: 33 years glasses free and I wanted them for so long. Like, we know this. I've been, and everyone's like, oh, you should just get them. I'm like, no, I'm not a fraud. Don't be a glasses fraud. Um, but here I am. And it's actually kind of like, it's been a little weird. I like had an anxiety attack on the first night I was wearing my glasses because I kept on seeing my reflection, being like, oh, hello.
0: <laughs> Who is this person? Oh,
1: she looks adorable. <laughs> Look at her nice glasses. I
0: did, I did. I did squee. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. Can't send me the photo. I squeed.
1: I'm sorry. I am just going to admit this. So I'm pretty cute. I'm not like, that's my thing. I'm pretty cute. I got this round face. Yeah. I sound like I'm 14. Like, (laughs) and with the glasses, the cuteness has just gone through the roof.
0: And I mean, counterintuitive because like, you know, uh, fashion magazines would tell you that round face angle glasses. Yeah. You've kind of gone with round, round frames. A little bit. Yeah. A little bit. Yeah. But the point, they come to a sharp point on the corners. Yeah. Which I think gives the the angle yeah. to complement the roundness of the face.
1: Yeah. Everyone's like, you know what? <laughs> I said it to someone and I, it was in the hall of where I work and I didn't realize I like people were listening to the conversation. <laughs> but basically, I walked by someone I knew and they're like, oh, hey, nice new glasses. Um, they're like, they really suit your face. Um, and I was like, yeah, I've got a lot of face. So <laughs> they look really good. And all these people were laughing and I was like, see, <laughs> they agree. It's, yeah, it's good for my face.
0: Looking sharp, pie face.
1: Yeah, exactly. Um, so, yeah, so and I'm learning things like uh, I touch my glasses all the time. I, you you noticed just a minute uh, ago. I
0: have cut it out of the episode, but I had to stop because she was distracting me because every time I looked over, she was touching her glasses. And
1: also, I'm accidentally touching the the actual glass, um, and it's driving me nuts because the hands are greasy. <laughs> I'm learning this more and more. Um, and so, yeah, it's just little things. Um, I have to know where my glasses are. It's just like another thing to keep track of. So I don't know. It's just, it's interesting. Um, and to know things like, oh, this is why people have a hard time driving is because they've got like reflections in their glasses and stuff like that. I don't know. It's just another perception of the world, I suppose. Um. But anyways, so that's there's not a lot of news, folks. You're gonna get things like glasses talk. <laughs> a
0: couple things, but I mean, you know, she's wanted glasses for so long. She just launched right into it before we could let you know that if you want to help her buy the rubber things,
1: I do. I do for need, her glasses. I do need rubber things.
0: Go to patreoncom geekdownpod or buy us a coffee. Ko-fi.com/slashGeekdownPod. geekdownpod. 3 bucks. Yeah, that's it. Monthly commitment of your choice on the Patreon gets you bonuses. Like, sporadic episodes of the Geek Down's Hottest Takes, which Patreon's got this this week. Yeah. On Friday.
1: And I think maybe in January we'll do uh, another episode of uh, Dungeons & Dragons.
0: Or Dungeons & Dragons. Or I'm I'm hoping by then I will have time. um, Because I really wanted to. It just didn't line up with the time. I'm between shifts right now, y'all. This is a Saturday. We are cramming this one in because I am just, like, barely alive. Um, like I said, on my fifth coffee, so I got about you know, forty-five minutes before.
1: <laughs> so not a long before, episode Before
0: system crash hits. There's recently been opened a Kit Kat ch- chocolate tear, chocolatery, <laughs> chocolatery, 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 chocolatier.
1: I can't. I can't even. Something.
0: Chocolatier. Chocolat Shaba ranks. I don't know.
1: Chocolatier. You can do it. Ch- Believe you. You can learn Jap- Japanese. You can learn French. No,
0: I don't have room for French. They make fancy Kit Kats. Um,
1: it could be chocolatier.
0: Possibly. Okay. Your boy and your girl were out and about looking for snacks. Mm-hmm. We just got always kind of gravitate to the weird Kit Kats.
1: We we just Kit Kats just like a nice little.
0: We like the weird oh, Kit Kats. Yeah. They do interesting things. So, mm-hmm. um, I don't know if it's a pop up. I don't think so. But by the time I got done work, they also do custom. You can just like make your own. You tell them what? Yeah. You're like, I want this chocolate, I want this flavor, and I want this. And then you come back 90 minutes later and get it. Oh, my God. I was not going back 90 minutes later. I'm sorry. But if
1: you're going to be... Okay, so the mall where this is located is this massive mall in Toronto. It's just like sprawling. And you get tired walking from one end to the other. So trying to kill time. I tried to
0: find it, and I, could, I got I got tired before I could find it.
1: <laughs> like it's. I
0: was like, I don't want to do this anymore. Yeah, I'm I, just going over the head for I, the bus.
1: I at only being in that mall, have I ever been like, I need a scooter. <laughs> like <laughs> I need a I need a helper. <laughs> <Like>
0: <laughs> I need is, a scoot. It is a country mile to Lululemon. This is not.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, that's exciting.
0: But none of the so I, I obviously I didn't have time to wait yes. the ninety minutes for a bespoke Kit Kat <laughs> to get made, um, and the like off the rack offerings which are fancy as well Mm -hmm. like a a peppermint gingerbread thing um and it wasn't good
1: oh
0: um i have had that one it's not good and then one was like a white chocolate blueberry type thing Mm. and like the like the white chocolate cranberry thing that you get at starbucks you know like whatever like it just wasn't wasn't great oh there is apparently like a golden chocolate option Mm. something they're calling golden chocolate i don't know but you know when i have a little more time You'll, you'll take we'll, a little look. We'll, uh, we'll, we'll give that a better go.
1: Um, the thing that I'm just so basically disappointed in is they don't have the sake version.
0: Yeah, I don't really. I've As as we've said previously, I believe it's only like a graduation time of the year, limited time treat. Which is too bad. I have seen it out in the wild in Canada, but hey, somebody's going to Japan in April, so maybe I'll find it. <laughs> um, Yeah, so obviously I don't have any chit-chat because I'm just... Out there, trying to survive until.
1: Um, well, I mean,
0: until next Monday. So, friends, this will be your last episode before Christmas. Uh, so Mm -hmm. festive, happy holidays to you and your loved ones.
1: I've got my um Santa Christmas shirt on, Christmas sweater.
0: Is no, it's not Philip because it's not. It's just a unicorn. Just a unicorn. A rainbow mean unicorn.
1: But he is flying across the sky.
0: He is how. Magic! Oh my God!
1: You're an idiot. Magic. uh Santa's also mad. How do you think the horse could lift Santa up? Santa's huge. Look at him. That man is 400 pounds. Santa's
0: thick, yo. Look at, all that, look at all that ass he's got. Um, he's no. like hanging off the ass end of the unicorn. Yeah, and Can't, it's the imp- magic that keeps him there. Important update. Yeah. Just popped into my head. Okay. Got the word last night. A request. Yeah. For the Christmas season. Oh no. the Christmas miracle being requested of me. Yeah. Somebody wants some cheesecake for Christmas again this year. Really? That would be my mom.
1: Yeah. Surprise! She really likes cheesecake.
0: Oh, really likes cheesecake. (laughs) Yeah. So that means your boy has a nap after work and then goes to the cheesecake factory Mm -hmm. to get her a single slice of cheesecake, which I will then bring back like Baby Yoda, (laughs) nestled in my arm.
1: Wait, why don't you just... Why don't you just bring her a whole cheesecake?
0: She don't want a whole cheesecake. Oh, she wants one piece. Okay, first,
1: <laughs> I mean, it, I, that's fine, I guess. It
0: was funny because the message she initially sent, she mistyped. Yeah, she meant to say because I brought back a piece for all of us. Yeah, like maybe four. Maybe like four pieces. I don't know. Right. Um, and I the message she sent was, um, you know, if it's doable, can you bring me cheesecake? Just four pieces this time. And I'm like, girl, girl that's. I didn't bring you four pieces last time. When you talk about just four pieces. <laughs> no, she meant not just four. You know, just not four pieces. Like, one, right. one would be sufficient. Right. So, again, try and get fucking <laughs> fragile-ass cheesecake on a Via train four hours back to Windsor.
1: Well, this actually... So, not, not cheesecake, because I actually think cheesecake is gross. I don't understand people who like it. I've had one good piece of cheesecake, and it was in New York. And I, I think it was a fluke. You're um, a monster. Yeah, I know. Um, but what I do want to talk about is Baby Yoda. Briefly.
0: And baby Yoda is always welcome on this podcast.
1: Yeah. Um, people need to calm the fuck down. Just, everyone calm down about everything, including Baby Yoda. <laughs> baby Yoda's cute. I like Baby Yoda. I would like a show just about Baby Yoda. I would like a Baby Yoda Christmas special. Yo,
0: yeah, he got dropped on the floor this episode, I and know. I, like, screamed. I was ready to, like, burn the place down. Yes,
1: yes. We were all shocked and <sighs> horrified, but I don't need, like... A story about people being shocked and horrified about
0: again. This is your problem. Bill
1: the- <laughs> Burr dropping Baby
0: Yoda. Also, Bill Burr. Why were you there? What is that? Why, bat- why is that bat gun thing?
1: What is? What is his weird guns? His nipple guns. I don't understand.
0: <laughs> um. Also. Kate, also, yeah. Gosh, shout out this episode. Return of your man. <laughs> Mando, <laughs> why aren't you taking my calls? <laughs> Mando, good news. Your boy Carl back in the building. <laughs> Hologram only, but. Yeah. Um, also, did I read in the credits right? that Was was that Richard Ayoyade as the director? Yes. Oh, yeah.
1: I picked it up immediately. I didn't. I don't know his voice that well, but. Okay, so, uh, sorry. Let me, let, let's talk about what you were going to talk about, because we do have to get into this episode, because there's some things I need to talk about. Well, we can
0: just kind of loosey goosey, uh, you know, obviously, if you've been listening to the show for like the last month, you know basically updates consist of uh, Watchmen and The Mandalorian. That's yes, like the two shows we are but both I, watching.
1: I have new ones, and I need you to.
0: Well, we'll get to that uh, later okay, when the right, updates I, thing I, happened, I, but I we didn't get to talk about last week's Mandalorian. No, because which I guess two weeks ago. Yeah, the, what I saw referred to as the fan service episode.
1: Which, okay, do you understand the fan service? I don't
0: give a fuck. It's on Tatooine and there are Tusken Raiders. Who would he do? I thought it was a terrible episode.
1: That's not what the fan service is about. Okay, so, spoilers. According
0: to uh, Kotaku, it was.
1: No. Uh, then
0: you have a problem with Kotaku.
1: I do have a problem with Kotaku. I will close line you. Um, no, uh, so do you know who it was at the end?
0: Who came and took the body of Ming-Na Yeah. It was feet.
1: No, it wasn't. There's only one person who has spurs. That jingle, jangle, jingle. No.
0: Okay. You caught Spurs.
1: It's it's Spurs. You could hear Spurs while he's walking. I
0: didn't hear any Spurs.
1: It's Boba Fett. That's that's who it was. That's why we, I, I we were fucking having a meltdown, <laughs> getting like the bedroom and like, oh my god, it's Boba Fett. Um, yeah.
0: That was a long ass hang for a cheap bit of fan service.
1: But it 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 doesn't matter. But it's not long. It was only half an hour.
0: Yeah, that episode was bad. <laughs> Um, the bad episode.
1: This episode was bad.
0: This, this episode newest, was not bad.
1: This newest episode was terrible.
0: That you're high. What? You are fucking high. Had some of the best action sequences that the entire show has had to this the point. The
1: end. Okay, fine. Action sequence is good. The end was great. Loved the ending.
0: That's two things that were good about this. Uh, awesome about this episode. The
1: just beginning and middle That's of this. One episode, more
0: thing than Spurs.
1: But it is not. I can go on about the last episode. <laughs> The, the the last episode wasn't phenomenal by any means, it's not the best episode, but this episode was terrible. The acting was terrible. Even though I like the actors, not Bill Burr. Why was Bill Burr there? He's terrible in this.
0: It's like why it was Pillboy in the episode where <laughs> where they were like fishing for Krill? Help us, Mandalorian. It was fucking Pillboy from the good place. Jason Mendoza's homie.
1: Oh yes, yes it was.
0: That's the problem. That there's people who want to be in Star Wars, yeah. but like there are some people where you're just gonna like immediately gonna be taken out of it. Yeah, like,
1: you're like no. Um, do not understand Bill Burr. He's like terrible in this. Also, he dropped Baby Yoda. Um, you're immediately. Yeah, uh, Richard. Love him being there. Thought it worked out great. Um, great that he was a robot because that's Richard for you. Um, there is. Uh, I can't remember his name. His first name, but his last name is Brown. He's a voice actor, and he does like character act like he does he was the priest in carnival and he pops up in a bunch of stuff and he's been in a bunch of different star wars stuff he's actually already i think done some voice acting for earlier episodes i think um he played the big red guy Mm. um which we actually didn't recognize him which is crazy because we recognize him in everything his voice is just very well known in in like sort of the voice acting cartoon world um and uh the twi'lek who is what's her face from? She played Tonks in Harry Potter, and she was the Wildling in uh, Game of Thrones.
0: Oh, she was oh Yara. Yeah. Oh, I did no, not no, recognize no. her. No, not Yara. No, uh, yeah, I know who you're yeah, talking yeah, the yeah. one who took care of uh. Yes. Bran.
1: Um, ter- what is that character? She just, like, hissed and, like, licked her lips and everything. And I was like, what is going on? What is like, why hey, is she's, she here? I was like, hey, she's
0: got the dangly bits. Is that a Tano? Knowing that Kate would, like, <laughs> lose her mind if I was in the room what and asked that question. Uh,
1: she's twilight. Um, anyways. And
0: then another dude with dangly bits showed up. Which, it was her brother. It was her brother.
1: Um, Also, like, just did not understand why that character was like that. I was like, and I was really disappointed in that because I think it could have been, like, I... One of the things I love about the show is at the very end where they show the um, the concept art. Yes. I think that's fantastic. Concept art looked amazing. Concept,
0: concept art on the dangly bits of people looked way better than, yes. than the than the uh, practical yeah. prosthetics made it look. Um, also, but, it's just weird when like you hug them and the dangly bits are hanging there. It's like, are you allowed to touch their dangly bits? It seems rude. I don't know.
1: I feel like it's just like an arm. All right. Yeah. Anyways. Um, so, yeah. So, there were just so many things in this episode that I was like, this is not working. Some of the action, great. Um, some of it was like really predictable. I did near the, it was basically the last, I'm going to say like 20 minutes of the episode was fantastic. Like the part where there's like the strobing effect on one of the lights and the Mandalorian is just slowly creeping forward. Like that kitten video.
0: Keeping score at home. 20 minutes is two thirds of the episode.
1: (laughs) Fine. Fine. But the first two thirds were terrible. Like literally the whole time I was like, what is this episode? Why is this happening? bill burr <laughs>
0: <laughs> and sometimes i th- feel like you get a little hyperbolic and we need to boil it down to the kernel of your issue okay. wasn't that you're mad at baby yoda you're mad at takes which we know yes i don't know that you're that mad about this episode but you're really mad at bill Burr. bill burr, 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 burr. I'm, I'm
1: mad at bill burr i'm mad at uh, what's her the actress who played or the it's not her fault it's the director's choice i'll, how I'll give device. you that
0: the mercenaries were thin at best, yes. but we're working on a half-hour TV show and yeah. TV show. Big
1: red guy, totally fine. He was cool. He got set on fire. And we're like, he's a devil. How he's did he
0: survive the- getting two doors shut on him, though?
1: You, you saw at the end. His horns up? Oh, I couldn't tell. It looked were, like they were, but... They were, yeah, they were cut off. And he had the, quite a headache, which I can only imagine. Um, There were some great parts of this episode, but, like, the... I, the, the uh, I just didn't think the banter worked, like, when they were on the ship. And I was like, why didn't where? Why didn't you hide Baby Yoda better? Why is there no code for that
0: panel? Right? Okay. I'll give you that. And also, right. like, at the end, he's like, I told you that was a bad idea. Are you talking to Baby Yoda now? Is Baby Yoda offering you suggestions? <laughs> like...
1: I think maybe they're having some... What,
0: what is happening off-screen between episodes?
1: It's like when you have a small child and you can't actually talk to them, so you're like, I'm going to tell you my problems and some ideas, and we're going to, like, bounce back and forth here. Um, but, yeah, but Baby Oda, th- the one thing that did absolutely 100% make that episode was when the uh, bad twilight guy gets oh no it's the it's the, the droid it's the droid gets shocked and maybe it looks at his hand <laughs> he's like, like oh shit <laughs> that just like made the entire episode but the first two thirds i was really disappointed in and i was sad because i wanted that director to really come out with a fantastic episode anyways that's all i, I needed to talk
0: about still don't get never gonna get that shoulder gun stupid, Bill Burr, so stupid. which is not your fault i mean no. i want to i want to speak to the the production designer
1: yeah and what's with the dangling nipple guns and the <laughs> guns are like
0: well those are just holsters but it's like i need but
1: why aren't they like strapped down like holsters should be
0: i need i need a third gun <laughs> yeah one weird shoulder gun that okay all
1: right weird, i guess
0: weird flex but okay um hey hey what there's a star wars movie coming out
1: there is in like a week
0: i'm sure if you're deep in star wars you're like oh my god i can't fucking wait but like to the general plebes like me the Mandalorian kind of sucked up all uh
1: I, I'm all the I, hype. I think there's a worry among some Star Wars fans. They're like, this film might not be good. And I'm like, eh.
0: It'll be fine. I mean the interesting thing that kind of like and I read the actual article. There was a big New York Times piece this week on Rise of Skywalker coming out. Sidebar, there was like a promo video of like uh the dude who the Book of Mormon guy who voices the snowman in Frozen. Yeah. Talking to Daisy Ridley and trying to like get her to admit stuff. Yeah. And then there were like people like barging in a door trying to ask questions. It'd be like Tony Hale from Veep and Questlove and okay, people like that. And then Gia Carano and Pedro Pascal came yeah. in and they just like totally missed the obvious joke because Pedro Pascal was like, come on, we're in the family. Yeah. You should have gone, who are you? Right. Because he hasn't taken his helmet off. Yeah. The joke was sitting right there. Hire me to punch your jokes up, Star Wars. <laughs> Where are you at, Kath? Cut me a check. Mm -hmm. We punch your jokes up in the marketing department.
1: Uh, I mean, he hates the franchise and doesn't want really anything to do with it, but I'm sure he could do a great job writing for you.
0: Um, There's somebody else who has been accused of hating the franchise, which ties into this New York Times piece, is... uh, I read the actual article when I first heard about this. It seemed like, as (laughs) nerds want to go, Yeah. but it was like, oh, it's like, oh my god, they're totally disowning Last Jedi. See, we were right. It's like, no, there was a minor kind of like pushback from jj in this new york times piece where he right. said he felt he didn't maybe quite agree with johnson's take where saying that like it was a little meta. the last shot i was a little meta and right. like when questions were laid out johnson's take was to be like it don't fucking matter right it don't matter who raised parents are it don't matter who snoke is it don't right. matter who doesn't matter what who built looks like saber right you know, oh, what's going to happen when Luke's get- Luke gets the lightsaber? He fucking chucks some blue milk and chucks it off the... Yeah. <laughs> goes, and chucks it over the edge, because he's a grumpy old man now. Yeah. That's awesome, says me. I feel like now, how you feel about The Last Jedi is my litmus test over whether I can fuck with your energy. Like, if you right. think Last Jedi was garbage, uh, okay, we'll fuck off. Like, I don't have time for you. But if right. you're like, I thought Last Jedi was great. Okay, I can fuck with you then.
1: Yeah. I mean, there's, uh, I... Yeah. There's so much. There's just so much. And I think, and this comes back to what I said earlier in this episode, just needs to relax just you know if you can smoke some dope just relax put on some tunes relax
0: so i mean the actual quote from abrams um this is from a story by david scoff in the new york times that ran uh three days ago i think uh as we're recording quote abrams praised the last jedi for being quote full of surprises and subversion and all sorts of bold choices on the other hand he added it's a bit of a meta approach to the story i don't think that people go to star wars to be told this doesn't matter even so, Abram said The Last Jedi laid the groundwork for The Rise of Skywalker and, quote, a story that I think needed a pendulum swing in one direction or in order to swing in the other.
1: Okay. That sounds good. So
0: this is basically saying, it's not what I would have done, but I don't yeah. think it's bad. Yeah. But, you know, mm-hmm. the Ethan Van Shivers of the world are like, "No, oh, we were right. Woo.
1: Just deep breaths in, deep breaths out. Just like I said, not just a second ago. what, what he go. said.
0: Relax. Just like,
1: put some of those calming ocean sounds on. <laughs> And then go see a Star Wars movie for fun. Like
0: relax, nerds. You got so much Star Wars right now.
1: Know what else they've got? What else they got? Not just Star Wars. They have two Keanu movies coming out on the same day. The
0: same day, y'all.
1: May twenty first, twenty twenty one. We're gonna call it like Keanu Day. Make that a national holiday. Keanu Independence Day. Um,
0: Keanu Keanu Independence Day. We'll figure it out. We're workshopping. Yeah,
1: yeah. Um, John Wick 4 and The Matrix 4 will be coming out on March 31st, 2021. Um, And and thus, the rise of Keanu will will save our world. Um, I just thought that was a fun bit of news. Again, just, like, entertainment is supposed to be entertainment. And I understand wanting to, like... You know, dissect or look into or talk about it. Um, because I, even though I say, I mean, it's just entertainment, I understand it's a big part of our world and, um, lots of things about it matter, but I think people freaking out about everything all the time, it's not good for us. No. I <laughs> think we're going to have stroke.
0: I concur. Yeah. Relax. Relax.
1: Um, and yeah, um, I think that's about it. I have some updates.
0: Well, I have a couple. I mean, there was there was news floating around. Um, one, they had the stupid self serving game awards were this uh, week.
1: Di- that was not even a blip on my radar. I
0: didn't catch anything. The the biggest note was Xbox unveiled. Microsoft unveiled what the next Xbox is going to be.
1: Their stupid, stupid naming committee. Whatever, like Xbox Series X. Series X. What
0: sure. Why can't uh, you just
1: call it like Xbox 3? also two.
0: it looks like a fucking PC tower. It's ugly as shit. It just looks it looks like the monolith from 2001. It's just real weird. Um I don't care about that ultimately, but it does start the doomsday clock on my uh my generation of gaming because they were like this is dropping holiday 2020. Uh-oh. Dude who just got a <laughs> PS4 like 2 years ago was like, "Cool. Had a good run." <laughs> Who's ready for the next edition of Jordan's Video Game Hemha for six years. <laughs> for
1: six years, yeah. Exactly. Join, join me in 2025 when I buy whatever <laughs> this console is.
0: Sidebar um, also to video gaming. So the company that uh, has a state... I don't know if they own both of the waifu worlds. Okay. But they also do voice acting and they own like, the collectible card game thing called Weiss shrouds I don't know. Okay. Uh, they're called Bushy Road. And I think they finance this, the thing called these... like. This convention they were calling Kara Expo, okay, which is in Anaheim, and like uh, Anaheim,
1: I was not expecting that. Yeah,
0: no, they, they've done a few. There's like a Singapore one, I think, oh, okay. and then they do one in Anaheim. Well, that's also where like you know Anime Expo is and shit like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and like you know Roselia and Pop and Party from Bang Dream were there. I don't know, Bang Dream. <laughs> I don't know who else from Love Live would have been there, but we finally got the announcement that uh, Waifu World All Stars is getting the global release in spring. Do you want to actually spring.
1: tell people what the name of the game is?
0: Love Live School Idol Festival All-Stars. <laughs> Just the follow-up. Because up.
1: people are looking up waifu world, and they're not getting what you want like them to you get. You
0: should know by now if you what listen if to the show. Nobody is new listening to this show. Yes, they might be. It's Kira Kozak. That's all that's <laughs> left.
1: That's not that, We have the numbers. There are people out there, and I know you're listening.
0: We love you, listeners. Uh, this is the follow-up to Love Live School Idol Festival, which, sidebar.
1: Another sidebar.
0: Take a gamble break.
1: Oh, no. I'm not very good at this. You get it's me to do it. And- been,
0: it's been a minute. I've been working on a step up right now. Oh, God. Not that one. Step up. Like I said, these are gachapon games where you spend you, you, premium currency that you grind for on the game.
1: You basically tap things.
0: It's a rhythm game. You tap to the music.
1: And then you tap more things. For
0: points and score. And, and there's then- like just
1: stuff all over the screen. Okay, calm down. It, <laughs> but right.
0: then as you get premium currency you get to you know essentially slot machine for characters to build your team with it's true we're in a step up right now which is where you spend increasing amounts of currency mm-hmm. for better uh better rarities yeah as you go along i'm on step four now Ooh. which will guarantee me a super rare or higher at least one okay i only get five cards on this but I like to let Caitlyn draw for me, so I'm I'm at least going to get a super uh, rare. You have to
1: tell me what to press. There's just so many. The one that says Scout. Oh, yeah. Like, I could tell.
0: Time to gamble. Let's see what we get. Pretty standard, but ooh, Ellie. A lot of Mackies. A lot of Mackies. So nothing new, but I mean, some stuff I can.
1: That one's sparkly.
0: It is sparkly spring date outfit oh Ellie ayase very nice um, I think I have that one already but I can use it to uh, to beef up to buff to the buff. one I already have yep so you use your duplicates love gambling y'all <clears throat> yes um, so yes uh, all stars which is the one that and will have all the groups crossing paths and it's full 3d rendered performances and whatnot instead of just a static screen. And things like that. It's basically it's making Waifu World One look like Waifu World Two. Right. There will be chibis. There will be training. There I will love be jibis.
1: That's the only thing that I like. like really get excited about. Art
0: of the cards will be much better. Um, and lastly, it's not really a news item, but more of an more of an. I guess it leads into updates. But I just I just really want to take a moment as we go into the finale tomorrow night. Is it? To just really. Oh my god. Fucking celebrate. What a goddamn triumph! Watchmen has been. It's
1: been so good.
0: <laughs> I was saying this to somebody last night. I was actually surprised that you ended up liking it as much as you did. Really? It's a dense, long ass, tough hang kind of show. Kind of seems more along my line of like stuff I gravitate towards. Yeah, it had the superhero, comic book-y aspect hmm. to it, but.
1: Well, no. This is this goes back to one of I think I can talk about it now. One of my uh, my takes. My like hot, hot flame take uh, that we did as like a special for our Patreon um, patrons, um, which is I can watch, read, hang with anything that isn't boring white people fighting about money or stuff.
0: Kate ain't going to be watching Succession anytime soon. No,
1: that's (laughs) like my nightmare. Um, Yeah, I just, if there's like some element of fantasy or science fiction, I'm good to go. Um, but I also I just really enjoyed the writing in the show. I think that's been a big part of it, in the characters.
0: And I mean, I did come across the you know, <laughs> it's funny you know the 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 shorthand for it among media consumers mm-hmm. is the 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 Slate take or the Slate piece. Okay. Which Slate was always like the immediate like contrarian, like whatever you think, like Slate would run the piece like Baby Yoda ain't that great, right? Or, Baby Yoda's <laughs> not that cute. Here's why. Like that—that that would be the Slate piece. It's like yes. somebody everybody agrees upon.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Orange juice tastes bad. <laughs> slate dot com. Um, what I immediately thought was because I listened to the podcast that former Slate editor Julia Turner mm-hmm. hosts. She's now the managing editor at the L A Times. Right. I saw a piece today basically saying Watchmen's overrated on the L A Times, and I was like, Julia, <laughs> it's just <laughs> migrated. Just took the Slate take over to the L A Times. Yeah, and I didn't read the whole article because fuck you. I don't care what you think. <laughs> <laughs> But I did read some of it, and it spoke to kind of what I think, I'm familiar with it. Right. I'm not going to, I'm going to catch all the shit that's in there. hmm And I've, I've spoken to people, I haven't spoken to anybody with complete unfamiliarity who's gotten as far into the season right. as it currently is. Right. But, yeah, probably would feel like watching Lost if you were like- Sure. Had yeah. no, if you don't even know who Dr. Manhattan is. Yeah. You're getting a real base loosey-goosey. Mm-hmm. version of the character yeah. you're piecing together that play that you know Ozymandias put on yes. like 5 episodes ago yeah and then you have to remember when the name John Osterman's mentioned again it's like oh that dude i don't even know if he went on into his origin on the last episode but
1: no not really not
0: really um like that stuff's all been alluded to but i mm-hmm. feel like you know i take for granted that i'm familiar with the original pretty deeply not I mean, like crazy I mean, deep but you know i've read the graphic novel multiple times like
1: i mean i think i hate to say this just watch the movie it's not the same i'm not saying it's the same
0: i'll get you the bullet points though
1: but exactly like it, i can see why everyone's like holy shit that movie's terrible in compared to the graphic novel but i mean i read the graphic novel ages and ages and ages ago before the movie came out and i was like the movie was fine like it,
0: if anything, it was too fine. I remember the criticism was just like, like yeah. you just used the comic as a storyboard. Like, yeah, exactly. You were too scared to deviate from it at all.
1: Absolutely, um, but it will give you like a really good idea of who the characters are and a good place to start from. The ending is a little bit different. Um, you like, I thought it was nuclear explosions. I thought not- it was a squid. Yeah, yeah. I'm being like, what's a squid about? Um, but basically, like, I think you should definitely go out and read the graphic novel. But um, like, my parents were asking what. Chris and I were watching, and we talked about Watchmen. But we're like, "You're not gonna, you're not gonna enjoy it." They're like, "Why? It sounds interesting." And I was like, "Because there's other things you need to know, and if you don't, it is so weird. Like, it's weird. But if you haven't read the graphic novel or been, you know, dunked your toe or your foot into the world before, it's a, it is a hard, it's a hard hang, right? Um, But that's, I think, with any sequel i mean i know it's not a direct sequel but any sequel is gonna be like what's going on here who are these characters why do they seem so familiar like why is everyone um, like talking about this person like you're gonna need some background
0: like this la times piece was basically two writers talking about how like we're not really seeing it like everyone else you know we're the odd we grant and we're the odd ones out yeah we're not really seeing it it feels like lost to us where shit's just happening and they have no idea what's going on. You know, mm-hmm. like, squid are raining from the sky, whatever happened with that. And I'm like, they showed you. Yeah. You saw Adrian, like, do it. Yeah. And Cal basically go, like, oh, you're still trying to, like, you know, remind them type mm-hmm. of thing. Like, the squid brains are Ozymandias. <laughs> like, yeah. trying to make you remember that this shit could happen again. Yeah. um, But there are other things where they're, like, you know. Why did this happen? Why did this happen? What happened in Vietnam? They have this day for this blue guy. Like, what's happening? You're making all this. It's like, no, it's all in the book. But yeah. you know, there's only so much you can do with but this I, world in you know nine hours.
1: But again, like, what did you really expect if you haven't read or watched the original?
0: And if it's not going to encourage you to go back and read it, yeah. I mean, or at least, you know, go on a Wikipedia dive one afternoon. I mean, that's kind of on you. Like, and
1: as we always say... This isn't for you, then. Mm. And stop getting so bent out of shape for it. Go watch Star Wars. <laughs>
0: go, go watch Star Wars. Now, that said, I did think the last episode was probably the weakest of all of them.
1: What? Last episode, what to, is going on? Too,
0: too much plot mechanics going on, which you have to do at that point. You got to.
1: Well, yeah, but I just thought you got to pull the curtain back. I love. OK, so this was actually a senior. Kudos to senior correspondent, Chris. He remembers the graphic novel so much better than I do. And he's like been my like, oh, hey, this is a reference to this thing. And I'm like, oh, yeah. So the way in which that episode is narrated is the way in which Dr. Manhattan narrates. Yeah in the graphic novel and I think using those like we, we talked about um, I mean that's
0: just him that's the whole experiencing time all at once yes
1: which I think is really interesting um and to have him narrate at all was an interesting choice and I think, I think it was a good choice and um they just I I really enjoyed it I didn't think it moved too fast I thought it moved at a really good clip and I really really enjoyed it I don't understand what the problem with it was
0: I'm not even saying it was a problem. I'm saying, when, on a Hall of Fame show, the weakest episode is still really good.
1: Yeah, but I, I'm just...
0: You I'm, just had to move some plot pieces around, which, the, you know, the show has been fine up to this point to just follow the whims of its, never chained to a fucking elephant. Sure. But now we got to get into the meat and potatoes of, why did this happen? I guess. How did they meet? Which, wait, which, frankly, I'm still not buying. We know Doctor Manhattan's horny; it's his whole vibe. It's yeah, just...
1: he's romantic and a little bit horny.
0: She was 18, yo.
1: Romantic.
0: She was 18. Romantic. Horny. And romantic. Big blue horny dick.
1: He is a romantic, though. Um,
0: I wasn't buying why he would even walk up to her. Right. That never got through to me. Like,
1: uh, I think, I think makes it because he's a romantic. I think it makes sense.
0: It's like you look sad. Girl, okay. Like,
1: but it's not why. We
0: need you to.
1: It's not why he walked up to her. He knew her that whole time. That's how time works for him. Don't fuck this up, Jordan. Um, the one thing I can say for that episode is whoever's decision it was to put in after credits on this episode, yeah, don't had, give me a fucking heart attack like to, that. I had to go
0: back for that after. I, re- I read oh, after the fact. No. no, I cut it off first.
1: Ours was going. And we right. were like, we we're like, okay, after credits scene amazing. And then we were like... Was there an after scene <laughs> for right. every single one? I was like, just Google it. And thank goodness someone had gone up there and been like, no, it's just this one episode. Because we would have gone back to every single... We were like, I can't believe we've been missing this the whole time. Because <laughs> we've been trying not to read stuff about it because too many takes. And I have enough with your take economy. Will not read articles on any media that's out
0: there. That's hyper. <laughs> Did a say he wanted to go there?
1: Yeah. He specifically said, please send me there.
0: Did he say, I got to go back and double check that? Because yeah. at the time it was like, that sounds great. You want to go?
1: Poof. No. He so, was like, real, yes. It's a
0: real Dr. Manhattan thing to do. was like, you'd love it. Poof. <laughs> no.
1: But the fact that he like didn't think he might need to check in on him. Yeah. I was like, oh, that's not good. You have basically trapped him in a prison.
0: Because I mean, yeah. And I've, I've heard the, uh, the nerd take out there, you know, the nerd take that wants to hate this just on principle finds fault with ozymandias the most like really he would not spell out his master plan like a supervillain to you know he wouldn't make a tape for robert redford that sort of thing he's like but that's missing the point of like you know he says in the graphic novel i'm not a rep-, you know he says to dr manhattan in the graphic novel i'm or no not dr manhattan uh night owl mm-hmm. and what the fuck's her name silk specter yeah um you know I wouldn't tell you my plan. I'm not some Republic supervillain. I wasn't going can tell you my plan if there's any chance of you stopping it. Yeah. You dropped a giant squid that t- killed three million people with like a psychic blast. You are a Republic supervillain. Like, this is always who you were. Um, But yeah, the nerds who want to hate this on principle are like, that's so out of character for him. Like, blah, blah, blah.
1: It's not hating it on principle. It's hating it because they're racist and sexist and awful. Not just that
0: it exists and has the temerity to like, you know, have black people do stuff. Um,
1: And also be amazing. <laughs> Can we just shout out to like full body nakedness? Oh yeah! That I was N- like, knew you'd like that. Wow, that was shocking. How'd
0: you How'd you know it was me? <laughs> Ain't nobody else would walk <laughs> would walk in here <laughs> with nothing on. Yep.
1: I Should like, I put clothes on? Probably. <laughs>
0: There's so much dick in this show. You must be oh, delighted.
1: I am delighted. <laughs> I am thrilled, as they say.
0: Um. Also of note, uh, Lindelof was on Chris and Andy this week. Mm-hmm for a long hour plus chat about everything. And listening to Damon Lindelof talk is kind of like, I mean, I'm nowhere on his level of accomplishments, but I think for any creative types, it must be like, this must, must be what talking to us is like. Cause they're like, he just does not see it. He doesn't think he's like, I don't know. I did my best. Like, Oh my God. I thought I had a story to tell. So, I mean, I tried to do it and you know, yeah. we're, we tried to do it. You know, he's very deferential to the writer's room and like how important that was yeah, type of thing. But like, he's like, I still don't know if we, Got it, and Chris was like, "What would getting it be for you? Like, yeah. like what would that be?" He's like, "I don't know." He's like, "Alan Moore emerge from his cave and like <laughs> point at me and smile." I know that's not going to happen, but like, I just you know, for people who loved Watchmen as much as I did, because he comes back from like you know reading it with his dad month to month when the issues yeah. were coming out, and you know he was saying, "I think you know getting it would be for people who loved it as much as I did to tell me it was like worthy of the name Watchmen." And Chris was like, "Yeah, but you're." you're with all respect, you're undercutting the fact that like, there are people who did not give a shit about Watchmen before, yeah, who now love it and see themselves in it in a way they never did before. Because yeah. Watchmen does many things awesomely. That original comic, it does a million things well. Mm-hmm. Race and gender are not the greatest.
1: No, they are not.
0: <laughs> if you, there, there's your there's your L.A. Times take for that, like, uh, but I don't even think that's an L.A. Times take. I think we all admit that like Watchmen is great. There's three black people and yeah. the weird depictions of sexual assault being romanticides type of thing mm-hmm. anyway um, and just trying to like trying to get that across to Lindelof that like right. you know, now there are people who see themselves in this that they never did before like that yeah. is worthy that is a worthwhile endeavor you should feel accomplished for that mm-hmm. and him just being like "Well, oh, that's you know that's really nice of you to say <laughs> <laughs> it's like oh what the hell? we're the worst <laughs> Jordan, your book sells ten thousand copies. That's amazing. Yeah, I guess (laughs) like. I God nothing, we fucking suck
1: I have nothing to I have, have no accomplishments So I don't get that feeling I mean I rock glasses <laughs> That's go. all Kate needs
0: She's like my glasses Look fucking great Yeah That's as important as Watchmen Yeah they do Watchmen is dope I don't even care You know Are they gonna stick the landing Did they stick the landing Who gives a shit Like this
1: It's just been so much fun Week to week And be like Oh what's gonna happen This episode
0: This and was like, a thing No one expected yeah. And for it to do What it did These nine hours of television
1: I think a long, long time ago, I when we talked about it, I was like, "I'm worried." <laughs>
0: <laughs> I think, I think, I think both of us were that to a certain extent.
1: Yeah, and yeah, not worried, just delighted. Um,
0: what else are you consuming?
1: Finally, uh, yesterday, The Expanse dropped.
0: Oh, season four is out. Yes, finally. Um,
1: and I watched two episodes. <laughs> i was gonna
0: and- say, yeah, no, watch the whole thing.
1: <laughs> no, no, I actually was like, I have to go to bed because I need to go to Toronto tomorrow. Um, and it was great. It was really like yes, the Caitlin Great. How do I but not have that drop yet? I don't know. I it would save me a lot of breath if you could just <laughs> I could just press a button and be Hold
0: like, on, let me give me a clean one right now. It's great. Snag that for later. <laughs> look, forward, look forward to that next year, friends.
1: Yeah. Um but I actually I do. I really, really enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. Um enjoyed it. I, I like that. I gotta keep that. Enjoyed it. Enjoyed it. Um no, I, I forgot how much I missed the the physics and, mm. um, like, sort of the reality they inject into their science fiction. Um, it's fantastic. And the char- it's just nice being with the characters again. You're like, hey, the group's back.
0: You. I remember you. you. You're that guy.
1: Um, yeah. And just had some really cool scenes uh, so far. And I always I see... <laughs> We know I have issues, and I really like violence. Um there's been some really, like, violent things that have happened. I've been like, yes! That was amazing. Um, yeah, so it's been good.
0: Um, I have a few things. One thing that I can't endorse yet, mm-hmm. but I'm, I'm actually going to listen to it tonight, because Saturday is my worst night for podcasts, and okay. I like to keep things in bulk. Uh, back to Slate again. There's a Slate <laughs> podcast called Slow Burn, okay. which is basically, like, long looks at, like, notable, like... News events. They did the first season was Watergate. The second season was the Clinton impeachment. Right. And the third season is Tupac and Biggie. Oh. So I'll probably be very interested in that. And That's sidebar right. to promote this, they went on the two guys who are hosting it and producing it went on Switched On Pop, which is a longstanding um, music podcast, mm-hmm. kind of like a Vox. Okay. You know, like the Vox Explainers. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um. Or what do they call? What are the music ones called? Um.
1: Uh, earworm. Yeah. Uh, i like, can't believe i remember uh, i that. can't I've,
0: <laughs> <laughs> they're kind of like that they do either a specific song that's hitting right now it's a musicologist right. and a songwriter mm-hmm. and they both kind of break down like similar to how cole on dissect but with not as grating a voice sorry my dude <laughs> sorry <laughs> um, we're so sorry um you're very smart but i tried to listen to your one-off on tyler's igor and i got about 15 minutes into it before i was like oh god breathe through your nose
1: every so often this happens with youtube videos where i'm really interested in the subject matter but they either talk too slow or too fast or too squeaky or too and i'm just like i can't i can't do it i'm sorry
0: um and they had the two guys who were hosting the slow burn season to talk about east coast and west coast hip-hop what made each one right like that and how really there was not that much dissimilar between Mm -hmm. them and then we think of like oh it was east coast the beef was between two people, not two sounds. Like when you look at what the actual music was like, there was a lot more kind of cross pollination going on there than people expect a lot of stuff I already knew, but it's fun to hear people, smart people talk about that stuff. So a lot of interesting content around that era and that time. Um, I'm hoping slow burn will look not just at like the events of the beef between Tupac and Biggie, but take more of like a can't stop, won't stop Jeff Chang type of thing about like, you know, here's what was happening in the world at the time. And that may have been influencing, this behavior or these you know, actions between these two people and the people around them sort of thing. Um, I go to work one day because I work at a place that sells books and I see one book taking up a very large chunk in the manga section, mm-hmm. which rarely happens. Very rarely. And I see a familiar name that we all know and love. Well, Kate may not love him.
1: I love him. <laughs> your boy has cats. Your boy
0: Junji Ito, horror master extraordinaire, this brick of a book sitting there and i recognize the name it's called no longer human he adapted a he did a graphic novel adaptation of a novel by a guy named osama desai of the same name i don't even really know what it was about um i always kind of wanted to read the novel and i decided it might be much more fun to just uh read junji ito do it it's uh apparently it's uh got a lot of talk about suicide and that type of thing in it so if the earth oh. is susceptible to Bad feelings about that type of stuff, maybe avoid it, but uh, once I get through that monster, I'll report back. Excellent. We haven't talked about it yet. Um, I haven't seen the second episode yet, but I saw the first episode. Okay. And I went to go watch it when Twitter exploded in all the ways I w- from people I was not expecting it to. And the question was, what is this Harley Quinn cartoon? Yes. Which we had talked about on the show, but neither of us had watched. Mm-hmm. I saw the first episode. I don't know if I'm going to hang with it for the whole season, and I don't even know who it's for or why it exists, but I'm kind of glad it
1: does. Okay. (laughs) I haven't seen it at all, because I was watching The Expanse.
0: This is the Harley Quinn cartoon. It's on DC Unleashed, Unlimited, whatever the fuck, Underbelly, whatever.
1: Yeah. Um, I'm having a bit of a, uh, like, I don't know how I'm going to figure out my time right now, because I've got The Expanse, I've got um, Star Trek Discovery. Uh, Picard, uh, Star Wars, Uh Mandalorian, Mm -hmm. and, um, I've got, uh, Lost in Space coming back. Right. Um, in a very short amount of time. And (laughs) I don't know how I'm going to fit it
0: all in. You got to plan a wedding too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Whatever. Whatever. That'll work itself out. Yeah. So all I knew was that we had talked about this before that it was going to be like, you know, mature take. Yeah. It's a, it, it could have the capacity to go a little too, like, even though it's, features female characters a little broke it's got a lot of swearing that doesn't need to be in there Mm -hmm. um but i mean the first episode was basically about harley realizing that the joker is only ever going to love batman (laughs) (laughs) That that takes been out there but i mean you know cool that it's being presented in this way but i mean when the first opening scene was you know a boat you know a yacht out on the lake and the guy with the blazer and the hat goes rich people my fellow whites (laughs) Let us gaze upon this pile of money we've accrued, primarily by fucking the poor. <laughs> and then Harley shows up to steal the money and smashes some guy with her giant ha- hammer and, like, his knee dislocates and the bone pops out. And I'm like, oh, so this is this is what this is. Oh,
1: I did. I Yay. Oh, girl, yeah. Violence. A
0: lot of bones popping out. Oh, my
1: God, amazing. A lot
0: of blood and bones popping out.
1: I love just to hear, like, like the body just oh like, God. <laughs> what is wrong with you me? You have issues. I have so many issues. Um murder corner <laughs> come join me
0: and so that first episode is just basically put ivy trying to convince harley to like basically stop being a battered wife first the joker and stop going yeah. back to him which she succeeds by the end of the episode and she goes from like the unitard to you know the margot robbie mm-hmm. um more contemporary take on the outfit haven't had a chance to watch the second episode yet but i mean i'll check out at least i'll give it the rule three and the last weird thing i checked out because we got the manga in at work mm-hmm. and it said, you know, oh, it's the manga that inspired the anime. It was co produced by Crunchyroll, type of thing. I was like, well, Crunchyroll cared enough to pony up their own money right, to make this. Let me check it out. It's called Miss Ko- Koizumi. Forgive me. Miss Koizumi loves ramen. Okay. That's the plot. That's the tweet. Oh my God, that's, that's
1: it. Just, Is it like that show with that woman who just goes around eating food?
0: Kind of. Okay. Um, also has the best eye catch song. Oh. La, da, da, la, mein, da, isuki, that's it yep oh my god i love it i, I got um, i got ramen <laughs> <laughs> uh that's the japanese name which is uh ramen daisuke kozumi-san which is kozumi-san loves ramen amazing um and it's basically about you know this girl transfers into a new school there's another one of her classmates it's like we will ignore the fact that the classmate is creepily stalkerish and just always trying to like all Kozumi cares about is eating ramen. Right. Literally all she cares about. Kozumi, you wanna go you wanna go do this? No. No thank you. <laughs> so oh you're going for ramen? Can I come? It's like if we meet there and leave from there. Sure. <laughs> and then like she gets there and they're sitting on like opposite ends of the <laughs> of the restaurant. Like the reason I don't remember what the other classmate's name is, but like her like weird, stalkerish like almost lust for Kozumi <laughs> just because she's a cute girl and she likes cute girls. So
1: right. Just
0: go all the way. Just go all the way and just go queer with it. Like, why Well, not? we've like, been saying this for ages. Just do don't mean like, oh, I just want to be her friend. No, just fucking own it. Like, it's fine. And that's not what we're here for anyway. We're here to learn about things like pineapple ramen and stuff like that. Ew. Yeah. Wasn't big amped on that, but... Um, why
1: would didn't even do that?
0: It's just... There's, the show almost has too much information in it because sometimes a graphic will come up explaining like types of broth and shit, and I am just yeah. like, I cannot process everything that's happening oh, no, right it's,
1: now. I see. I want to watch more of that exercise show for that very reason. <laughs> uh, I just haven't had the chance because so much you have sci-fi. so much space shit to watch. Oh, so much! I am delighted, like best Christmas ever. Um, but yeah, I uh, I I think it sounds fun.
0: I mean, I am probably not gonna hang with it in the long haul. Yeah, but like because I also feel like I have things. I need to watch?
1: You um you can watch Harley, you watch Harley Quinn. I, I got
0: that crave hookup. up. I'm trying to watch Deadwood this holiday, y'all. Like what? I've never seen I've never seen Deadwood before.
1: Oh, oh. Oh, okay. <laughs> I feel like I should have w- given it w- to you. Western, but...
0: like, Yeah, why didn't you ever give me an excuse to watch Deadwood? I, I don't know. God. Oh, and is it just because there's too much to watch? How has his dark materials never come up on this program before? Oh,
1: it's because there's too much to watch. Okay. I've been told by three people I need to watch it. Okay. Um I, I sort of have some issues with the casting but like other than that apparently it's phenomenal. Like I opened the
0: Crave app to watch Watchmen yeah. and I see his dark materials and I'm like why has this never come up yet?
1: It's just just it's so jam-packed right now. We <laughs> go through these like droughts where I'm like oh, I guess I'll watch this and right now I'm just like what do I choose? No, there's also, just so much content. I was starting to watch the second season of The Crown yeah, um, you were. midweek because I was like we have to wait. We have Sunday to Friday. <laughs> so and that's been like see the thing about The Crown is you know how I say, I don't want to, you know, white people and their white white people rich problems, but that show is so well-written.
0: Philip loves ballerinas, you He
1: does. <laughs> Who doesn't? Um, so well-written and so just like well-crafted and I forgot. I was like, wow, this show's really good. Um, So anyways, we'll see. We'll see what I get around to when we get back from the break. <laughs> uh,
0: Well, y'all, before we go on the break, mm-hmm. the doomsday clock has popped up above my head. Uh-oh. So... Fading fast But we can't leave you No Before we get some good Festive trash Mmm Just suck Mm, it down So good Suck it down your gullet Yep So we're gonna take a break Right here When we come back We're gonna hang with The girl (laughs) V-Hudge talk about What's it even Is it called A Christmas night Or the night before Christmas The night before Christmas The night before Christmas With a K (laughs) And we'll get into that When we come back From this break
1: We talk about things brought each other. Look,
0: Kate, it's snowing.
1: Oh, perfect timing. We, I, I got to get out of here. supposed yep. to be a snowstorm. Yep. Um, so, usually we bring each other different things. We talk about them. We do that kind of thing. But we didn't.
0: We had so much fun last year when Caitlin introduced me to the world of trashy made-for-TV holiday movies. So good. With the Christmas Inheritance. Yep. That we just had to do it again.
1: We did. And we did.
0: And we did. But we still had rules.
1: The first rule is the rule of three.
0: If it comes in parts, watch three of them. But it didn't. Nope. So we didn't. Nope.
1: We just watched the whole thing. Yep. The second rule is hashtag save it for the pod.
0: Don't talk about the thing.
1: Yeah, which we also didn't do. Nope. I did want to, but I didn't.
0: I think we both wanted to.
1: Yeah, I think probably we did. The third rule, which isn't really a rule, is more of a policy, is that
0: there will be spoilers. There will be. Do you care?
1: You know what's going to happen. That's the whole point of a Hallmark slash, slash Netflix Christmas romance movie is that you know all of the beats. So it's comforting.
0: And frankly, movies need plots to spoil.
1: Yeah. And this is just... this. Not Doesn't that. really have that issue. It's like a Christmas card that goes on for an hour and a half.
0: Just put it on the fridge. Yep. Doesn't really do anything. Just kind of hangs out.
1: Yep. Uh, <laughs> speaking of which, uh, let me bring up the synopsis, which again is not a synopsis.
0: It's one sentence long. Sorry, we didn't even really say what this is. This yep. is.
1: Oh, wait, we said before the break. But it's the night before Christmas.
0: This um, is one of the marquee offerings from Netflix. Yes. Apparently they have multiple, which I'll get to in a moment mm-hmm. after, you, after we get into this a little bit.
1: So again, this is not a synopsis. This is like a, a, a what do they call those things that you fill in and then you read it all out a and Mad-lib. It's a Madlib. It's a Madlib basically for writing a Christmas movie. Brooke is a woman that has lost her hope of finding her happily ever after mm-hmm. and comes across Cole a knight who has traveled from the 14th century. He
0: really did. He did that shit.
1: (laughs) Thinking him to be suffering from amnesia after she hit him with her car. Because why wouldn't you? She takes him in to help, sorry, she takes him in to help him until he regains his memory.
0: But he don't need to.
1: What she doesn't realize is that he is the knight in shining armor that she's been wishing for all her
0: life. All along.
1: Yeah. Um, all her life. So when she was two, you're telling me that she <laughs> was like, I need a knight in shining armor. You, you,
0: you got a cast there? Yeah, <laughs> I do. <laughs> let give these nobodies a bit of shine.
1: So, um, Vanessa Hudgens, because she did so well in last year's Christmas movie, which was like the Christmas switch or the princess switch or the yeah, something. something. Um, Josh Whitehouse as bland white guy. Uh, uh, Emmanuel Creaky as Madison. Uh, I think it's cheeky. Cheek She's been in. She, she's been she, in stuff. Um, sh- as as Brooke's sister, um, Harry Jarvis as another bland white guy, um, Ella Kenyon as the old crone. <laughs> we'll get to that. Uh, and basically a bunch of other people you've never heard of. Yeah. Yeah. Uh. So. Um, The Night Before Christmas is a 2019 Christmas comedy, sure, film directed by Monica Mitchell and written by Kara J. Russell.
0: Oh, who cares?
1: It was released on November 21st, 2019. I don't know. I was just giving a little bit of background. I want to shout out, like, Monica and Kara, obviously their first efforts. <laughs> like, you know?
0: Yeah. The first, I mean, like, any class will tell you that conflict is necessary. <laughs>
1: But there was a conflict. I guess
0: time was the conflict. (laughs) Time was the
1: conflict. And then there was also uh, her niece being on that frozen lake. That's a... Right? Is that a conflict?
0: So, I can't be mad at the thing for being what it purported to be, right? No. no. But, like, at least (laughs) saying that Christmas Inheritance had a sort of hero's journey to it is maybe pushing things. But, like, she at least... Our main character went through... You wanted to see her go through a change. Right.
1: Um, Can I...
0: Unless you're immediately shipping these two sterile, uh, (laughs) no chemistry, you know, saltines (laughs) together.
1: Uh, So, I actually did a Jordan and I have some notes. Oh. Yeah. On my phone, because I was... Tappity tapping.
0: And y'all, I've had to go back and rewatch a smooth 35 minutes of this because I had sworn I fell asleep <laughs> during it.
1: <laughs> so, the first thing is um, so, anyone who has done like reenactment or LARPing knows a little bit about chainmail. Uh oh. He put chainmail on his head. He did. Without a hood. He did. Which is not a thing you do. So, just
0: metal making direct contact to his skull
1: and will rip all your fucking hair out. Which has happened to anyone who's come in contact with chainmail and has not had the right type of protection on their skin or on their head.
0: See, this is the type of shit you can only get at the Geekdown Podcast.
1: Yeah, exactly. Uh, really good content. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so apparently, there is a Netflix Christmas Cinematic Universe.
0: Okay, yeah. Speak on it, because.
1: Okay. So, in the background of uh, of one of the scenes of this movie, there is another Netflix Christmas movie playing in the back on a, on TV.
0: He's watching it, right? Yeah, Okay, yeah. I didn't know this because I'm watching it and I exploded okay. when I saw this happen. Okay. Because I thought, there's the boat money. <laughs> I was like, who's in this for boat money?
1: Right, right.
0: Vanessa Hudgens is doing too much for it to just be about boat money for her. Right. Where's the Andy McDowell here? Where's the one who just has like two scenes? Right. And he's here for Boat Money. Yeah. And I saw Rob Lowe and What's-Her-Face from Sex and the City on the TV, and I was like, there's the Boat Money. Well, that's- But I didn't know, Kate, until like an hour ago, that that's another movie.
1: (laughs) Yes. Yes, it is another movie. And so- And we should have watched that one. So there's that one, and there's another one in the background.
0: Oh, I didn't see that one. Oh, yeah. I just saw the Rob Lowe one.
1: Uh, The one, you wouldn't know it. I watched it, unfortunately, (laughs) last year. Um, But it it actually wasn't unbelievably terrible, but it could have been, like- It's just hard to explain. Like, there's levels of terribleness in these films. They're all terrible, but there's like really terrible, like kind of okay. I gotta write a whole chart up. But so there's that, but there's also a mention of Aldovia, which is not a real place. It is a made up Netflix kingdom where the. Uh, Christmas Prince. Where your
0: boy, the Christmas Prince, comes from?
1: Yes, is from Aldovia, which I
0: did not catch, obviously, because I do not run that deep in the, in the I like, Netflix.
1: Expo- I like the Netflix myth hive. I like freaked out. I was like, did she just say Aldovia? Like, i have a question marks. Like, is, what? Is that the city
0: Ultron dropped on <laughs> the Avengers?
1: Um, other issues I have. If you're going to have a movie where a character comes from the past, you need to write a Bible. You need to write. What are the things they get, what are the Girl, things they do Girl, he don't? is so
0: chill about everything. Yeah,
1: which is, it, that's okay, except here are some things. Is it okay? Well, I mean... <laughs>
0: he gets hit by a car and is like, oh, you're metal steed. So
1: he knows, ma- like, magic. Like, okay. But here's the thing. Here's This is what bothers me. And I'm going to get a little loud here, so you might want to turn it down. Because I'm going to yell. Because it made me so angry. He knows what a key is. He fucking knows. They had keys. He doesn't have to call it her reins to her steel horse. They also had fucking carriages. Like, he he can say, like, here are your keys back. Like, pick the things that he wouldn't understand. Plumbing. Like, pick the things like him to get... She called it a TV several... The first time when he's like, your magic entertainment box. Fine. But she says, oh, the TV? He would say, make that correlation. Next time he'd call it, yes, the TV. And not keep on insisting calling it his stupid fucking name for it.
0: Is that after he appropriated, like, a Hello Fellow Teenagers caliber of uh, contemporary slang to speak after a night of watching television, which nobody reacts to quick enough, and I thought I was having a stroke? (laughs) Because he wakes up in the morning and it's like, what's up? Just chilling. I'm like, what the (laughs) fuck? Did he just say that? Like, he was saying Fliberty Jibbit, like, toodle pip, (laughs) like, 15 minutes ago.
1: There are so many problems with this film that I couldn't enjoy the terribleness of it, because I was getting frustrated that no one had come up with, like, what are the things he knows about, and what are the things he wouldn't know about? Like, they had machines, very rudimentary machines in the 14th century, but they had them, right? <sighs> also, stop wrecking her shit. He's like, he's like smashing things. She's like totally fine with it. Also, she lets him take her car. <laughs> Who is this also, lady? It was like
0: day five when he was out there like, you know, smacking the lawn ornaments with his sword. That's I feel what like, I mean. I feel like he should have picked up that was not a proper... <laughs> Proper behavior by then?
1: Exactly. Stop working for shit.
0: Also, policemen, no. <laughs> no. No open invitation to no. join the police force.
1: Yeah, and also that valve is gonna go great. Um also uh Hudgens, why so many coats? You just need two coats.
0: So many coats. Also, slack game. Um <laughs> <On> point. <laughs> point. The only thing she has more than coat are high waisted slacks. And, <laughs> and V Hudge, I can't I can't knock you for it.
1: The old like they think this is stylish, like young and restless shirts. Not good. It's
0: definitely, it's definitely so. It's Reetman's. Yeah. It's Reitmans Caliber.
1: Yeah. It's not good. So,
0: sorry, Reitmans is a. Uh, I don't even. I don't even know what. The, I didn't know the demographic when Reetman's was around a lot. And I, does Reitmans still exist? Yeah. They go it does. bankrupt. Yeah.
1: Who yeah. shops at Reitmans? I shop at Reman's. <laughs> well, there you go. Because yeah. I'm basically an old lady. Thirty
0: three year old senior citizens shop at, <laughs> Shop at Reitmans.
1: <laughs> Try to put that on a marketing plan. <laughs>
0: Wow! Y'all, I'm killing it with my marketing takes today. I'm in Uh, the wrong business.
1: um, Also, uh, every so often, the night would be really sassy about something, and I'd be like, fun. Um, And I finally have one last thing to say just about this film. Mm. It is to not watch it, and instead, watch Kate and Leopold, because they did it, like, way fucking better. Is is it
0: Christmas, though? It is not. Well, that's what we need, Kate.
1: You know what? No, you don't.
0: Don't don't come for me. Just
1: decorate the TV while you watch it. I'm trying to
0: save this thing, goddammit.
1: Anyway, so how did you think? What did you think about the film?
0: I just did not know that for some of these, nothing happened.
1: (laughs) No. Or Dude like, comes <laughs> back
0: in time. What's my quest, Crone? Where are you, Crone? Thankfully, somebody. Thankfully, the uh, most hoboist-looking Santa Claus. <laughs> he's the worst in Santa. the village. He's the worst <laughs> Santa I've ever seen. Is like, can you stop calling my wife a Crone? Because he's just walking around, yeah. just going, "Where the Crone at?" Like,
1: yeah. Poor. I actually, yeah. There was like, a, like a handful of things and I was like, "Oh, that was kind of amusing."
0: Like, and granted, you know, I was tired. I wasn't like, <laughs> I was probably not fully engaged when I watched it. initially i
1: neither was i I was and i was awake but i I like on my phone i
0: went back this morning hours ago scant two three hours ago skimming through on the netflix scrub bar just like okay yeah no that i saw i remember that Mm -hmm. i remember that i remember Mm -hmm. that i remember Mm -hmm. that Mm -hmm. kid on the ice i remember that christmas feast because there's always got to be something um
1: right before christmas right
0: before christmas oh make you feel good here you go widower with your 19 kids (laughs) Why you got so many kids Why for? Kids? Stop having kids.
1: Well, how he is.
0: Ain't you got new gloves? Dad gets mad when we ask for new stuff. Dad gets sad when we ask for new stuff. Well, Dad, dad go fucking bring some, empty, bring some empties back so, to the recycling plant and buy your kids some fucking gloves. She
1: has gloves. We live in Ohio. She like, has gloves, but she's like, they don't keep my hands warm. And I'm like, well, wouldn't it have just been easier to write her in the script without having gloves? <laughs> like, there'd have to be this whole explanation about the gloves. Couldn't she have just said, oh, no, I lost my gloves. And Dad gets sad when we ask for other things. Like, we don't have a lot of money right now.
0: Also, his emotional journey. Like, I have to fulfill my quest to become a true knight. What does that even mean, first of all? It's
1: not a thing. <laughs> it's not a thing. Does it
0: even means become a true knight. Uh, turns out it's just, uh, I don't know, thaw v hudgen's heart i thought
1: you were gonna say something else wow
0: wow um
1: also when she's telling that girl she's like there is someone for everyone i was like no there's not
0: yeah where where it was like where it was like focus on your studies don't get hung up on some 16 year old boy and then after he's like oh oh dip my medallion guess i'm a true knight now deuces yeah Zero care at yeah. all. Gotta get back for uh, for home from a bros uh, bros christening, mm-hmm. bros for hoes. You know how it goes. Was it true <laughs> it was true in the thirteenth century as it is now. Fourteenth. Whatever.
1: <laughs> was not even the fourteenth so- century?
0: Sorry, gotta bounce. And then Hudgens bumps into the student again. She's like, Oh, I got into Yale. She's like, No, find your true love. <laughs> yeah, I mean- there is I was wrong. Yeah. There is someone for everybody. Mine just jumped through a fucking time portal. So I don't know, go watch my dude graduate like i felt like and then he gets there and he's like (laughs) his brother's like you look besmitten." i think i am then you should go to her yeah cool yeah i guess i will
1: (laughs) i'll never see you again but okay i'll leave
0: everything i know in my family for that sweet sweet ass but yeah and terrible
1: pants but (laughs) Uh And and
0: then he just bounces and she's like oh cool you came back
1: Yeah, there was no, like, teary reunion. There was no... It was just... They got on a horse. It was as bland as most of the people in the film.
0: And then the crone.
1: The crone was, like, the best part. post
0: post credit scene, hooks up with his brother, and was like...
1: Well, she gives him another medallion. You want to go on a
0: quest? I got, got like, a whole trench coat full of these different colors.
1: Is the crone really just trying to get people out of that time period? Because it was terrible. And there was disease everywhere. Maybe
0: she's the Thanos of... Maybe. Oh no, she's be the Nick Fury. She's trying to assemble a team of <laughs> knights in the present day in small town Ohio. Oh dear. Like, last year the movie had a plot. This mm-hmm. is literally nothing. And normally I'm fine with that. You know, I don't mind Slice of Life, but I mean, I gotta be, I gotta want to hang with these people. And like,
1: Mm-mm. there is
0: not a lot going on here.
1: No, I do not want to hang with them. They go
0: to the grocery store.
1: Yep. He eats bread and then throws it on the floor.
0: This bread is terrible. I'll make your bread. Take me to the yeast.
1: <laughs> not anything a woman really wants to hear
0: um <laughs> he did call her ex-boyfriend like josh the douche
1: which i was like can they say that in these
0: <laughs> <laughs> which because she she called him a douche and then he kept calling him the douche yeah and they called him josh the duke the douche like it was his like night name yeah. which i liked Made me think of what like, what his crest would be they really should have ran with that for a couple more minutes um but like what where's there was no conflict like at yeah. one point you think the neighborhood jezebel is gonna like yeah wander over and try and woo him away yeah. and he's like no i can't i'm previously engaged and she's like what do you got going on dummy you don't even know you don't even know what a fireplace is like what do you, what do you got going on i already pledged myself well she's no she ain't no lady she was voted in high school as the biggest flirt uh
1: and then, at the end, Damn, she, she wasn't even that bad. She, like, saw that he was, like, liked Vanessa Hudgens. Oh, did she the... come
0: back again at the end? Yeah. yeah I missed that. Oh,
1: and she has the mistletoe. She's like, we're supposed to kiss under it. And he's oh, like, right. oh, and he gets all, like, weird about it. And she's like, you know what? I can see you really like Vanessa Hudgens, so maybe you should keep the mistletoe. <laughs> Her name someone...
0: is not Vanessa Hudgens.
1: V-Hudge. <laughs> <laughs> Vudge. Vudge. Um but she's Gross. like, she's like, here, keep the mistletoe for someone you really care about, and so he does, and then they kiss, and I was like, okay, and
0: then he and then they kiss, and then this thing glows, and it's like, whoop, gotta go,
1: <laughs> gotta go, see ya. Oh.
0: This was great.
1: Yeah, they're just. I Be feel thankful like I
0: can't give you syphilis now. <laughs> Because I'm from the well, 1400s.
1: Technically, okay. I don't want to. I do into, not want. You don't
0: want do to do not fact check the origins <laughs> I, of syphilis.
1: I, I actually know I a bunch about it. Anyways, um, you don't. You don't want me to go on. No.
0: Okay. Y'all get at her on Twitter. <laughs> you want her at Katie Mac. If you want, keep that off the show feed. If you want her hot syphilis gems. Oh dear.
1: Anyway, so yeah, it was uh, unfortunately I, I wish I'd like to say like it was delightfully bad, but it wasn't. It was it's just, just bad. bad. It was, it was boring. Just, it was
0: just there. It was just yeah. like it was just like a turd on the ground. It was like, well, yeah. you're not even a fun turd, you're not even a turd, but I was like, damn, that's yeah. a big ass turd. Like <laughs> okay. you ever done I that?
1: can't talk about syphilis, but you can talk <laughs> about poop. <laughs> okay, that's fine. <laughs> Happy holidays,
0: everyone. We <laughs> oh, have dear. a poop poop and syphilis filled holiday for one and all <laughs>
1: Oh, no, please no. From the no. Geek Town
0: Podcast.
1: <laughs> Absolutely. Maybe not. at the same time. I don't no, know. No, no, no. Please get checked.
0: <laughs> <laughs> That's your one takeaway. From your friends at the Geek Town Podcast this holiday season. <laughs> Regular STI checks.
1: Yes. Um, I've i finished my hot drink, my hot apple drink. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't have any eggnog right now. Right. Um, so I think it's it's time to
0: to yeah, say before, before you get snowed in
1: before you get snowed in but you before you collapse yes either from a stroke thats yes. <laughs> out because you're so tired um I think it's time for me to get going
0: I think it is
1: and sorry I just I want to wish everyone a uh, happy holiday
0: yes this what I said at the top this will be your last episode before Christmas we will be back the week after for your uh for your calendar year-end rundown of mm. all the things we checked out during the calendar year and uh yeah then we'll kind of be marching on to uh to episode 200, and we'll have, uh, we'll have to have some conversations about what that what that entails. Mm-hmm. But, friends, be safe, be merry, enjoy your time with family, chosen, and biological. Yeah. However you... got my got cho- one of my chosen family right here. Yeah. Yeah, buddy.
1: We just slap each other. Like, like my grandma just used to like hit me on the back. That was <laughs> the way she showed affection, so I'm going to do it to Jordan.
0: God. Oh God. Fucking... <laughs> anglo-saxons
1: <laughs> yeah yeah some of smacking
0: issues. each other all the time
1: murder and smacking each other we got issues
0: friends enjoy your holidays we'll be around holler at us if you like we will see you in a couple weeks thank you for joining us as you do every week it means the world to us my name is jordan ferguson
1: my name is caitlin mckinnon the theme song is by rob gasser and i hope you have a very happy holiday
0: the knobs cuz i had an issue <laughs> i sound really bassy right you now you
1: just had one issue <laughs>